What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as a No Breakfast Guy. I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love, and let's just jump straight into it. Hope you're having a fantastic day, as always, guys, and thank you so much for joining me on another podcast episode. I think we're at episode 153, and I'd always set out myself a goal to do a podcast that had 100 episodes on it, because I remember reading ages back, when I first started my very first podcast, which was called How the Focaccia, I really wish I did keep going with that, it was uh, it annoys me that I didn't keep going with that in some way, shape or form, um, but I remember reading back then that the, um, that the percentage of podcasts that reach 100 episodes was below 5%, and I was like, I'm going to be one of those 5%, I'm going to get uh, 100 episodes or more. And I only, I think, recorded 12 episodes, 13 episodes on that one. But this one, we are now at 153, and uh, I hope you guys continue to enjoy the episodes that I bring out and the information that I do. You've clicked on this week's episode, uh, knowing that I'm talking about the Aura Ring. I'm going to review the product. I'm going to talk a little bit about it, what it is, why I got it, and what has, I guess, improved in my life because of it. Um, And just to let you know that I've also just... Uh, ordered the version 3 of it that's coming out because there's a few things that I didn't like or it didn't include on version 2 but they've now introduced those for the version 3 and so I've gone on as an early adopter version 3 buying of the uh, ring and I'm looking forward because a lot of the changes or additions they've made to that new version of the ring with some of my gripes on the current version that I've got now so that's going to be good and I'm going to see how that goes forward but let me just give you an overview of what it is, but it's basically some wearable technology. It's no different to an activity watch, be it a Fitbit, be it an Apple Watch, Garmin, whatever you're using, that tracks along steps, heart rate, and things like that to kind of give you a sense of how much you're moving, are you getting fitter, being able to log. There's an app that it links into with your phone and you can log in the workouts you're doing and different things like that. But the thing that got me, I guess, looking more at this one is I stopped wearing a watch about, I'm going to say a year or two ago, pretty much around, I guess, when COVID started, just because I figured, well, why do I need a watch? I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I don't need a watch on my uh, on my wrist. So I just stopped wearing one as a daily occurrence because I would normally get up, shower, put my watch on, put my clothes on. It was just what I did, and I wore a watch regardless whether I was at home or I was going out to work or I was out and about. And so I just stopped doing that, and it's been the best thing ever. Like, Not that I get anxious or stressed about what the time is or where I'm at or what I'm doing, but I just was forever looking at my watch. What time is it? What time is it? What time? And to be honest, for most part, and I presume most of you as well, probably don't need a watch as well. Like You don't need to know what the exact time is at every single moment of the day. And if you do need to know what the time is, most of us aren't too far away from a, a, an iPhone or a, a, some sort of clock on a wall somewhere. And so you just pick out the phone and have a look at it. So I know that's off topic, but getting rid of my watch and not wearing a watch is one of the best things I've ever done. I really do genuinely feel less stressed in not having that accessibility to have to look at my wrist all the time because it was just this constant habit that I had of just, it was there, so I looked. Oh, yeah, it's that time. And more often than not, I had to look three or four times because, again, I'm sure many of you can relate. You go, I wonder what the time is. You look at your wrist and then you look away and you go, I didn't even look at what the time was. I didn't even actually take it in. And so you look at it again and actually find out what the time was. So 
I didn't want to buy, and the whole point of me saying that is I didn't want to buy an activity watch because it, one, wasn't going to record much because I wasn't going to be wearing it unless I'm running. And I just didn't want to wear a watch anymore. So I, when I saw that there was this ring that I could buy that would sit on your finger just as any other normal ring would, it wasn't going to interrupt my life in any way, shape, or form, and I'd just wear it like any other ring. Now, Amy's a bit upset that I've now put this ring on as my wedding ring, and so I've taken off my wedding ring, and I put it away, and it's in a safe place. I'm not losing that ring, but I've now, I'm now wearing this aura ring as my wedding ring, as well as now my activity tracker, sleep tracker kind of thing that I've now got. I love it because it looks very similar to the ring that I have uh, on there anyway, and there's multiple colors. You can get rose gold, gold, silver, and there's now even a black one. So, And there's two different um, types. There's more of a masculine one and more of a feminine one. Um, and so there's there's great variety and great choice. And again, it sits well. They send out a sizing kit for you before you actually get the ring. You try on the sizing kit. You say, this is the size I need. You send that back, and then you get the ring sent back that's the um, correct size for you. And so um, it uses Bluetooth technology to link in with your phone and the app that it has. And you need to charge it probably once every five to seven days, depending on how active you are and how much you're using it and things like that. Obviously, it's on your finger. It's always tracking you. But the more active you are, the more you're using the app and it's kind of having to talk and backwards and forwards. I find that if I'm not using it much and I'm not tracking much, then it tends to last kind of on the end of five to six days. Um, if I'm using it a lot and I'm always in the app and I'm always tracking and putting things in, that it's more around that five days. And that's the other one. I've had an Apple Watch in the past and I... It's just natural, I guess, to plug in an Apple iPhone now, but I didn't want another piece of equipment that I was charging every single day or very frequently. And so a ring, it gives you a little buzz and says, don't forget to tra um, charge your ring before tonight because um, you wear it 24 hours a day uh, and you get that alert. Cool, you chuck it on the charger. Within an hour and a half um, or so, it's fully charged. You throw it back on, no real inconvenience to you whatsoever. So... The big pro to me was this was going to be tracking everything I was doing and how all of my body was moving, reacting, heart rate, temperature. It's a good, yeah, it's got a temperature sensor in it um, of how your body's temperature is. And there's just so many things it tracks, but it's doing it 24 hours a day without you even realizing that you've got it on because I'm wearing it like I was wearing my wedding ring. And so I don't even notice that it's there. It's no issue to me to have it there. And so that was a big pro for me. Some of the things that it does track. And one of the things for me anyway, and Aura Ring, I guess, promotes itself around the idea it's a tracker mainly for sleep. Yes, it can track your steps and yes, it tracks your heart rate and things like that. But this current version that I'm wearing now, the current number two version, doesn't really do a good job of tracking exercise. It will pick up that you went for a walk and it'll come up on the app. Were you walking between 9.30 and 10.30? And you can click, oh yes, I was. But if you're kind of going for a run or things like that, it's not tracking your heart rate. It's not tracking you know respiration level and different things like that that a lot of some other app, uh, watches and activity um, trackers can do. So it was really poor at doing that. But it doesn't advertise itself as an activity tracker mostly. It's advertising itself as a sleep tracker. Now, I'm someone who's quite active. I track along with regards to yeah, how many steps I'm doing. And when I'm out running, obviously I'm tracking um, that run through my watch. And I'll continue to do that. But I was really interested to see 
am I as good of a sleeper as I thought I was? Because I do not get anywhere near enough of what I guess the recommendation of what you should be getting of sleep per night. But I sleep, I thought, very well. And so I thought that while I get less than required, I thought that my quality of sleep was very good and it made up for the fact that I don't get as much quantity of sleep as I should be on a regular basis. I just cannot make that work. And that's not an excuse, but I'm up at 3.30 a.m. By the time I put the girls to bed, I'm getting into bed by about quarter past 8, 8.30. There's about a 20-minute wind-down period. So as early as I can possibly get to bed, it's about quarter to nine, nine o'clock. So you can clearly see there's just purely not enough hours to actually allow me that nine, uh, seven to nine hours worth of sleep. But I get as much as I possibly can. However, over the past, I'd say, six to 12 months prior to getting uh, the ring, that was creeping out. I was very um, consistently not going to sleep until like 9.30, 10 o'clock, even after that sometimes, quarter past 10, 10.30. And I was living on, what's that, 10.30, 11.30, 12.30, 1.30, 2.30. That's, that's barely five hours worth of sleep. Now, what I found with the ring, though, is there's a bit of latency with how you actually go to sleep and you can technically call yourself asleep. So you might say, well, I turned all the lights off and I closed my eyes at 9.30, but you're not asleep at 9.30. There's actually, a, I guess, a latency is what the, the app calls it. A latency is how quick or what's the time that it takes you to actually fall asleep from when you close your eyes. And the ring can track that. And it's also on the other end, your body starts to wake up based on, I guess, a number of things that it tracks. And so you're losing some time of actual sleep time, even though you have your eyes closed and you think you're asleep. And so it was quite interesting to see the ring then track how good was my sleep as opposed to how good I thought my sleep was. And I was finding that I'm not a very good sleeper. You know, the quality of sleep I thought I was getting isn't actually there because I was keeping my mind far too active before going to bed whether it's watching videos, whether it's scrolling social media, whether it's playing video games. I have a video game that I've been playing on my phone for years and I'm just sucked into it. I play you know, a few minutes here, a few minutes there kind of thing, but playing it late at night, it's getting my mind active. It's meaning that my mind is active. I'm not getting as good a deep sleep in that first part of my sleep. And I can now see that. You know, I'm now seeing it's now much better and I'll talk about what I've seen improve because I can now track it and I can try and start putting in measures that are going to help me sleep better. But before that, and when I started just you know right out of the gate just using the ring, I could see that I was missing out on a lot of good quality deep sleep, which usually happens in the first portion um, of your sleep. Between the hours of about 10 and 2 is where we get most of our deep sleep. And between the hours of 2 and kind of waking, 2 and 6, 2 and 7, depending on, I guess, when you're waking up, that portion of the evening uh, and coming into the morning is when you get most of your REM sleep, which is your dreaming state tight sleep. And so you can see on the tracking app that I was not getting much deep sleep and I wasn't also not getting much uh, REM type sleep. I had a lot of just light level sleep and I was even waking up sometime uh, in the evening quite a few times throughout that. And so while I might not have been conscious of the idea that I was waking up, it was really interesting again to see that app every single morning, wake up, look at what my sleep score was and kind of what my sleep tracking was that night. And in the very beginning, it was really poor quality sleep. I was barely 
you know, getting on with five hours of sleep every single night, and that was an average. Uh, and the sleep that I was getting in that five hours was very light level sleep. There wasn't much deep sleep there, and there wasn't much dreaming state uh, type sleep there. And they're all equally as important. You know, there's not well. If you just got good deep quality sleep, it doesn't matter if you're not getting the um, the REM type sleep or vice versa. No, you need all of those different types of sleeps, and they have different functions on how the brain recovers after a, a day and how you go through sleep and then how you wake up the next morning. And so making sure you're getting all those ranges of sleep is very important. And so there's things I started putting in place. You know, I only just finished my 14 days of perfection and I created my sleep target based around the fact that I saw myself myself starting to creep out when I was going to sleep. As I said, I was rarely going to sleep or getting even turning the lights out before 9.30, which meant that I was actually not going to sleep until around about 10 o'clock. And when there's still a bit of a latency, and so I wasn't actually asleep until maybe 10 past, quarter past 10, and then on the other end, waking up 5, 10, 15 minutes before the actual alarm goes off, I was getting very little sleep. And some of those nights were under five hours worth of sleep, and that's just not enough. And no matter how good a quality of sleep was, which the sleep wasn't good quality anyway, but no matter how good quality of the sleep was, there's just not enough if you're only getting four hours, 45 minutes, or five hours of sleep. And so I put a parameter around it that my light must be off before 9.30, so I am asleep before 9.30, and that's a big one. And I have very good latency in that I actually, when I do switch off, I, I do go asleep very quickly, whereas um, a lot of people, and you might relate, complain about, well, you know, I turn the lights out and I go to sleep, but I can't get to sleep for 20, 30, 40 minutes. I don't have that issue. The moment my light goes out, I'm asleep, and my latency is about four to five minutes. So the moment my light goes out, my head hits a pitter, I'm actually asleep within four or five minutes. So I know that if I turn my lights out at quarter past nine, I'm asleep by 20 past nine and I'm getting the best chance to get some really good quality sleep and I'm making sure, as best as I can, I don't always, but making sure that I'm not playing video games before that. I've definitely stopped scrolling social media before that. I'm usually just watching some sort of um, TV show or I'm having a chat to Amy if she's home. So my nighttime routine has become much better and I've seen the improvements over um, the last, um, I guess you say, the last um, three months I've been wearing the ring, my sleep quality has drastically improved. And what has improved is I'm now waking far less throughout the night. I'm now seeing much more deep sleep in the beginning of the night, and I'm dreaming more. Now, it's a really weird thing in that I've actually started to remember dreaming. And I can't remember, it was someone in my 5 in 10 uh, program that I'm running at the moment said, Adam, I've started dreaming again in that I, I'm, I'm remembering the dreams I'm having because I'm paying more attention to my sleep. I've got better food. I'm exercising more. Da, da, da. And I said, look, everyone dreams. You might dream less, but everyone dreams. But do you recall those dreams is another um, question or another um, factor you need to talk about. But I can relate to that in that I'm now remembering many more dreams that I'm having uh, throughout the night. And then when I look at the actual app, I can see much more spikes in the REM sleep as well. And so that's really good to see that the beginning of my night, really getting some good quality deep sleep. The end of my sleep, getting some good REM sleep. 
and I'm waking far less because of me putting into place those parameters around my sleep, um, I guess, habit and routine of an evening. And I wouldn't have known that unless I actually saw the data. And that's why I love this ring. That's why I love this product. And I've said it always, what you track gets measured and what you measure can be improved. If you have no idea what calories you're consuming, then you have no idea how to actually make it better or worse because you know I have no idea where you are. Same thing with a lot of people think that they move a lot more than they are. Once you start tracking and measuring how many steps you put in a day, you can actually start to see, well, actually, no, you thought you were moving a lot, but you're only moving four or 5,000 steps a day. Cool, you know that now, so you can put things into place that will actually improve that to see that score go up. Now, whether that score is a sleep score, an activity score, whatever it might be, if you know those numbers, you can then actually put something into place to make an improvement. And I don't care how much that improvement is, but any improvement's going to improve your life in some way, shape, or form. And I can hand on heart say, while, how do I kind of best say this? While it is difficult to go to bed earlier, because I'm sure we're all this, and I love the term sleep procrastination, and they call it sleep procrastination revenge. I remember seeing a TEDx talk where someone was talking about this sleep procrastination revenge in that we have these busy lives that we have. We have kids and all these things going on. So when it comes to nighttime, we all sit there and go, well, I've had such a busy day and it's been so chaotic with the kids that I deserve this downtime. So I'm going to take away from the sleep and I'm going to procrastinate on sleep and I'm going to you know, have this revengeful kind of vendetta against my sleep. I'm going to sacrifice some of that sleep so I can have some time on my own. I just want time on my own. You know, I'm sure that relates. It certainly relates with me. But getting away from that thought pattern and go, no, no, the best thing I can do for me in this moment is actually go to bed. I'll be better for it. I'll be more effective the next day. I'll recover better. I'll be a better parent. I'll be a better partner, I'll be a better worker, I then am much more efficient the next day to get my work done, get my exercise done, to be productive for my kids, to be productive around the household in general, then I'm actually better off going to bed earlier and not kind of procrastinating on sleep because I actually get more alone time or I get some more downtime because of it, because I've been so much more efficient. And so it's investing and trusting that investment in your sleep and not going, you know what, I'm going to forgo sleep because I just want to watch my favorite TV show or I don't want to be out of the loop on being able to talk about the the block auction that happened overnight that everyone's going to be talking about at the water cooler tomorrow. I don't want to be out of the loop. Get rid of that mindset, go to bed, and I promise you that life becomes better. And I've seen it in my numbers and I've seen it with clients. Like, I've forever always told my clients, make sleep much more a priority while I wasn't doing it as wholeheartedly as I was telling clients to do. But now I am sold. Like my light is out. You know, quarter past, 20 past nine at the absolute latest. But normally it's 10 past, quarter past night. Light is out. I'm falling asleep and I feel better for it. I'm training better. I'm recovering better. I think I'm a better parent for it. I think I'm a better husband for it. I'm better around the house and life has just become a much more pleasant place for the people around me, but also my own life. And so I thank this ring for highlighting how poor my sleep was and how little I was actually getting. 
And then on the flip of that, now putting things in place because I knew or I could see that in plain sight. Um, and I've seen, just as I said, the benefit on the back end of that. Now, how this ring kind of works is it gives you scores and it kind of gives you a sleep score out of 100, 100 being obviously the best and zero being the worst. Uh, it gives you a readiness score. So it, it can track your um, heart rate variability. Now, you want a bigger heart rate variability. So um, if that's smaller, it's showing that there's a, um, an inability for your uh, heart to kind of go from a, an excited state to a really relaxed state. So you want that gap to be bigger, not smaller. So the higher your heart rate variability, the better. And that's all, uh, I guess, um, I guess tailored to you. Yes, they say there's a range that you should be above this. This is normal and below this. So in their range, that range is quite large though. And so the ring takes some time to work out, well, where is your kind of range at? And are you seeing improvements with that? I've definitely seen um, improvements in my heart rate variability. I've seen improvements in my resting um, uh, my resting heart rate. I have seen improvements uh, in my readiness score. So it looks at body temperature. It looks at respiratory rate. So my respiratory rate is better. Heart rate variability is better. My body temperature is much more um, stable. As I said, my resting heart rate is starting to go down. I'm now well well into the 40s now. So I kind of resting heart rate's kind of 44, 45 usually, um, which I think is pretty good. Um, and yeah, I'm just recovering better from my workouts uh, and my active life that I have. And so that's been great to see that as well. I'm a pretty active person. And so um, when looking at my activity score, um, you know, I've got usually a workout of you know, anywhere from 40 minutes to 60 minutes in there most days of the week anyway. I'm averaging um, anywhere from about 10 to 12,000 steps per day. I mean, I massively made that jump the other day. I did a 30 plus thousand step day just to go and get myself a donut, which if you saw my Instagram story, you would have seen that one. But um, but yeah, the ring overall, as I said, has just been a great tool to help me track my life better, but in particular, my sleep better. And I, I cannot tell you the benefits it had has had to my life by improving my sleep. And the only way I was able to prove that, improve that sleep is because I saw the markers that were down and I could make active, um, I guess, actions towards improving those areas. And hand on heart, I'm, I'm better for it. And so when the email came to me the other week saying, would you like Generation 3? Here's a video about it. The gripes, as I said, was this, was I would love it to be able to track me live when doing a workout. What's my heart rate? How did that go? Did I have, you know, where did it sit on average and things like that around activity? My sleep, I am really happy with. I'm, I'm happy with how it tracks my sleep. There's some tweaks uh, moving forward with how it's tracking um, sleep. I think it's even looking at um, O2 saturation, which that'll be uh, interesting to see. Um, which you might ask, how the hell does it know that? Well, if you've ever been to a hospital and you've or you've seen someone in the hospital, they put something on your finger that looks at O2 stats. It's very similar to that. It's going to be tracking O2 stats uh, in that way. Um, so that's going to be interesting, as I said, is O2 stats and see where that's at. Um, but the main, I guess, changes and progressions I've seen with the version 3 that's coming out is the fact it's going to be doing live tracking of heart rate and um, things around activity-based um, parameters, and I'd be really interested to see those and see how that's uh, improving as well. As well, I Again, I consider myself a pretty active and healthy person, but am I? I don't know, because um, I don't really know the data behind it all, so I'd be really interesting to start seeing 
those figures when um, the version 3 of the ring comes uh, comes out. And as I said, I've already signed up, I've already paid for it. Um, and I want to say really openly and honestly here, this is not a sales pitch. I do not get paid for this. Aura Ring, I really wanted to get Aura Ring or someone, a representative from Aura Ring to come on to talk about it because I think, yes, I, I'm, I've really enjoyed talking to you about it as my experience, but I'd love to know more about the tech that's inside it, how they developed it, why they developed the ring, what their goal is, what their mission is, what do they want to try and achieve for people who are buying um, these rings? Am I the typical kind of person that buys it? Is it better off for a different kind of demographic. I really would have liked to have chatted to someone from the company and get those questions answered. Um, I did reach out to them. Um, someone did get back to me and said, we'll ask you know, in-house marketing and things like that. And we'll get back to you. They never got back to me. And that's why it's taken me a bit longer to actually make this um, podcast because I was just waiting, 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 but they just never got to it. And I reached out a couple of times. Hey, where are we? Oh, yes, we're still in-house. So they just never got back to me. But I say all that purely because they never got to me and said, hey, do you want to promote our ring? Da, 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 da. I'm getting nothing for this. They have not asked me for this. But in the show notes, there is a link that you can get a discount on the version 3. I believe that was sent out to everyone who bought version 3 saying, hey, if you want to get your friends or family, here's a special link for you that they that they can get a discount um, on it, so say thank you to your. Um, to, for us to say thank you for buying it ahead, we want to obviously reward your family with a discount on it. You're part of my family. You are my friends. So if you want to click that link, you save fifty percent on the um, ring itself, and you get six months free of their membership, which allows you much more range and access inside their app. And there's meditation and videos and updates and things like that. And so, click that link. Go and have a look at uh, the ring. If you are interested, go for it. If this has been of value to you, and hey, you know what? That would really help me out as well. Great, use it. But again, I just want to say that I'm not being paid for this. If you click on that link, I get no percentage of the sales. I'm not getting any payment from this. This just there. It's a $50 saving. So it's there for you if you want to have. I just want to make that really clear because I've always been very open that I don't do paid marketing and I don't do any kind of buy this 20% discount, guys, and then I'm getting some sort of commission on the back end of that. This is not this. It's just a straight discount uh, for you to buy the ring. So if it's there, cool. If not, no no skin off my nose as well. I hope this has been informative to you anyway. And the message I want to get across, um, nonetheless, if you go, well, I'm never going to buy the ring, Adam. And so what's the point of this podcast and what am I really learning from it? I'm just reiterating the fact of just how important sleep is. I've said it time and time and time again, and I've done podcasts on sleep in the past. But this is just kind of really ramming that home in that I have never felt better by now putting really good, I guess, actions in place to improve my sleep and make sure I'm getting to sleep earlier, putting my routine before going to sleep um, in a much better place so I'm not having an active mind falling asleep and then that affecting my sleep throughout the night. But again, my life is better for it. And so, you know, if you can take anything away from this podcast, it's make sure your sleep is good, make sure your sleep hygiene is good, make sure you're putting yourself in the best place to have the best sleep you possibly can every single night. And so I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this review. If you want to hear more reviews of products, you know, certain products, let me know. Reach out and say, hey, Adam, you know, I was looking at buying X, Y, and Z. Have you ever done, have you ever owned one or could you own one? Like, let me know. Um, 
I will always take an excuse to buy something new for myself. So if um, I can um, do a review on it and I don't have the product and it's going to benefit my life and me reviewing it will help other people out, I'm all for it. And so let me know uh, in the comments or um, yeah, jump on uh, Instagram and let me know. I'm more than happy to talk from there. But uh, as I said, the link for that discounted ring is in the show notes if you want to have a look at that. If you can just spend 30 seconds, review this podcast, it would mean the world to me and then hit that five-star rating. That would definitely um, help me out and share this podcast around. So do all those things, guys. Like, comment, subscribe. I wish you well. Have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you again next week. Love you all. Bye.